Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast of Secrets to Building Successful Businesses. This is Neil Smith, and today we don't have James with us. Uh, funny enough, we've, we've taken on a, a bunch of work, and so he's head down, heads down working while I continue building this stuff. So with that, let's just dive right in. I know yesterday we talked about the encouraging your dreams aspect of how to get people to 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 really like like you, but also so you can show that you you like them, that you're supporting them. And encouraging their dreams is one of those big aspects. Like the people that you love most are the ones that supported you in your dreams. Um, today's story though, today's today's one's a little bit different, today's topic. And to really introduce it, I don't just want to yell it at you because it's, you know, it's how do you what what's what's the next step of making sure people trust you and believe in you? Funny enough, the the way that I learned this lesson was back in college when I got a, a call from a friend of mine. I, I think I already talked about the Tom and Jerry duo friends of mine, uh, my best friends. Uh, I got a call from it was either Tom or Jerry, either one. They're like, hey, Neil, school needs help tomorrow. The university I was at, they need help tomorrow with this mock beauty pageant that they're doing. So you want to help out? It's like, I was like, sure, why not? Let's let's help out. And just hung up. I was like, cool, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you a little bit more once we know more in like 20 minutes. And during that 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, what wonder what they need me to do. And I was thinking, you know, whether it's helping with the ticket sales or, you know, seating or just, you know, backstage prop stuff as, as people are going on stage and working, what's, 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 what's it going to be? And I get a call back from my, my buddy and it's like, oh, so we're actually going to be in it. And so you need to, you know, the theme is Cowboys and Indians. You need to create a, a dinnerware, swimsuit thing, uh, and also a talent. You know, you don't need to worry about the questions because those questions are spontaneous and they just throw them your way uh, when they ask you that. And I was like, okay, wait, what? Hold up again. It made me push pause. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to just jump into a onstage performance for tomorrow night. I'd, do we even have time to do that? Anywho, fast forward 24 hours, we're doing the sound test for this thing. And I remember... Everyone was asking me when I was on stage sound testing for my my skill, which I had my guitar, and they're all asking, Neil, what's your are you just gonna perform a song? And I was like, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, guys. I got this. They're like, are you just performing a song? Because I was my I was known for just performing songs, like guitar and getting up and singing and performing. That was always my fun thing, but that wasn't gonna shock anybody. And it would be nice to win this competition because you know there's some perks that come with it. Um that will come with winning that competition. But I kept telling people, don't worry about it. Meanwhile, I was conniving and you know plotting essentially to kiss a girl on stage. And why was I going to do that? Is because I nobody I'd, I'd never kissed a girl before, and all my friends were like, "Neil, why don't you just kiss this girl? You like her? Why don't you just do this?" I was like, "Ah, you know, I'm just not feeling it yet." And I thought, "I'm going to do this on stage. And I'm going to blow everyone's mind, and I'm going to win this competition just out of shock, through shock." <laughs> and Oh, I was excited. I was excited for it. I thought it was going to be the funniest, like, you know, approach to, you know, first kiss. And so the, the night goes on, the, the, you know, the, the swimwear, the, 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 the nightwear, the talent, everything's, everyone's doing their piece. You know, my swimwear, I actually went and made like pleather chaps to go over my swimsuit. So I would walk out and I, I actually made like a handmade seahorse that was, looked like my like I like my mount like I would I could ride a seahorse in the water while I'm swimming. I was pretty proud of what I built. I was I really loved what I did. 
But anywho, the talent portion comes out and I, I bring my chair out and I sit down with my guitar and I just start playing a little, a little ditty on the, on the guitar and just making up some words and singing just for fun. And then I call a girl up from the stage and I just kiss her right there. All right. Now she knew beforehand that I was going to kiss her. So no, no worries about like lawsuits on that part, but the crowd went nuts because I guess most of the crowd knew me that was there and they were all flipping out because I, I'd done something that they'd never expected. And that was to kiss a girl. Anywho, we move on down to the rest of the, the show. There's some amazing talents. I remember a friend of mine with a broken leg. He was, he couldn't perform. So we, we dressed up his, his wheelchair as a sailboat. And his talent was literally just you know going around as a sailboat <laughs> on stage in his wheelchair. Another one Another guy that really prepped for it got up and just did this amazing job of seeing great balls of fire while performing on the piano and dressed up as like Elvis. No, he crushed it. And when it came to the the, the judges' time to decide who won, you know, the first place, they, they yell that guy's name, the great balls of fire name. And everyone's cheering. And among that cheer, you hear this, this loud voice, high-pitched loud voice, you're the real winner, Neil. And I just remember... I, I lost it. I started laughing because I obviously lost. But out there, people started recognizing, but but Neil's the one that, you know, was able to kiss a girl. So that's that's more valuable than just winning. Anywho, I I tell you that story because the the funny thing is like I full on failed on that. Like that was I, I kind of walked in thinking I would fail, but it would be fun to win. And so I did things that might just shock the crowd. But I ultimately lost. And the one thing that I remember like distinctly in my mind, even though there was a crowd of roaring applause toward the person that actually won, there was that one person that was saying, it's okay. You know, of course you didn't win, but you're, you're the real winner. What you did was more important. You know, you were trying to progress a relationship with someone in a, in a real sense while having fun. And that's when I learned the lesson that, you pay attention to the people that help you justify your failures. You listen to them. Um, you're, you're more inclined to actually want to show them your failures. And you're more willing to actually address your failures when it comes to those types of things. And one thing I hope everyone understands that's listening is that your target market has failures. And they yearn for some semblance of success. And your job is to understand how you can message your product in a way that you can tell them, guys, you know what? Yeah, I, I believe in your dreams and you can be successful. And I, this is probably not the first time you're trying to succeed or, you know, you probably had other products fail you and it's okay. You want to tell your market that it's okay that they failed in the past because, you know, why wouldn't they have failed? You know, as I, I've, I've thought about and I've talked to a handful of people and I've really come to the conclusion there's there's two types of failures in life. There's the not your fault failure, and then there's also the it is your fault failure. But either way, you can find ways to justify it. And the people that 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 will listen to you are the ones where you can justify the your fault or not your fault failure effectively. Um that person in the crowd, when they were yelling my name, it's not your like it's not your fault. They're saying you're the real winner. Was their way of saying, of course you didn't win, but hey, you really you you did something really special. 
And it was like the silver lining of that, that, of, of, <laughs> of that competition for me. Because it's, it's weird when you go on stage and kind of put yourself out there in a very public way. And then you're kind of just judged and pushed to the side or, you know, lifted up. It's, it's a strange phenomenon for those who haven't ever done it. But I remember thinking as, as, as I was thinking about those two types of failures of it's not your fault versus it is your fault. With your product, I would, I would recommend that after this podcast or when you have a time, think about the failures that people have had and why they're coming to your product, whether it's a service or it's a product. You know, even if it's like a, a tangible product, like, well, there's no real failure involved with, you know, action figures or, you know, pool toys, whatever. It's like, yes and no. A failure in the past could be that, you know, you had bad products that didn't last long enough. But that's okay. We're going to have a stronger product and it's going to be able to stand in the pool and work in the pool and not, not break for two years at a time or whatever that is. Think about how you can justify people's failures as, as they start to work with you as, or as you're trying to obtain their attention. Uh, that's a big thing because as, yeah, as I think about all the failures I've had in life, Time and time again, the people that I share and I open up with are the ones that justified them. Now, like, of course, no, you didn't know any better. Or, of course, you, you didn't have enough money to compete against that person. Or you didn't have enough time to create a real talent or it for, the, for the competition. Whatever it was, those people are the ones that will listen to you. And funny enough, those are the people that you listen to, the ones that help you justify your failures. And to kind of wrap up a little bit, I remember after the competition, um, it was, I think it was a Friday night. It happened, you know, once the competition ended, guess who was the person that was actually carried off stage? It wasn't, wasn't the guy that actually won the competition. It was, it was me. I had a bunch of people in the crowd that rushed the stage and they picked me up on their shoulders and they, they took me to the back because they were, they were so proud that I finally kissed a girl. And comically enough, the, that next Monday at the, the school, the college paper, it was my story that was in the paper versus the, the actual winner. I mean, the winner was like, hey, yeah, he won. But guys, Neil kissed a girl. This is insane. And I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh because it was brought to my attention. Like, hey, by the way, you were in the paper. People think it's a big deal that you kiss someone. All right, sure. It is what it is. But I remember the people that carried me off stage. There was like five of them that carried me off. And I I'll love them forever because they made me feel like a winner, even though I didn't win at that point. And that's the message that I want to take, take, uh, give back is as you encourage people's dreams, you really will be able to see their failures. And if you do it correctly, they'll tell you their failures. They'll share, they'll, they'll share those failures with you um, openly and honestly. Like they're not going to try to hide them. And that's what you want from your, from your clients and your followers are, is that open honesty. And funny enough, the more open and honest you are with them, you know, reciprocity is real and, and they'll, they'll see that. And so even now, like with, without James having him, having James here doing this podcast with me, it's a little bit harder. You know, it's, it's a lot more fun when you get to bounce ideas back and forth and hear people's ideas. It's a lot more fun. It's one of those things you just got to move forward with and kind of the whole Nacho Libre movie, you know, his first win is the final match of the movie. He fails every, every wrestling match in that movie where 
the final one is the, literally the first time he wins and it's just this fun, epic win. But yeah, that's all I have for today, guys. I hope, I hope you're having a great day and keep kicking butt doing your thing. And if you have any questions as always, just let us know.